At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If you haven't heard, it's a good idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually 1 billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in hour number two of the Pro Football Blitz 2022 version. We kick off another year of a deep dive into the NFL schedule week in and week out. I'm Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino with my partner, Mike Pritchard. Uh, we've made our way through a few games and we've got the New England Patriots visiting the Miami Dolphins next up on the schedule as far as we break as far as us breaking down these week one tilts. But Mike, uh, we kind of weren't finished with the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints just yet. And, you know, I was mentioning in the last segment, I, I've really noticed how, you know, competitive these teams are when they play each other. Of course, they're division rivals. Mm-hmm. You kind of took it to another level saying when you were there with Atlanta that you were, you know, made well aware that this was a big time rivalry game. I also said that, uh, you know, I, I, I would probably even take the five and a half at this point. I have not bet it yet. Um, I think if it, I think there's a chance it gets higher. Okay. Uh, and, and so maybe I will find myself on the Atlanta Falcons in this game. I talked about, you know, the replacement of Matt Ryan and, mm-hmm. and I don't think the Falcons are going to be a great team. I think they might be a little bit better than people are giving them credit for so far this off season. But I think that week one could be a good spot to bet on them against a rival, you know, being disrespected as a home underdog. And then being disrespected all summer long because they lost Matt Ryan. I think this team probably has a little something to prove in week one. You know, Brady, to be complete with the information, uh, back when I played in this game, uh, we were in the same division. Yeah. So that made it even more of an emphasis in terms of having 
uh, to beat that opponent. Whether you know, if you're New Orleans, you got to beat down Atlanta. Certainly, if you're Atlanta, where I was, you got to beat New Orleans. And New Orleans, uh, they were in lockstep with the 49ers at times too. I mean, great, great roster, great coaches as well. Uh, but we knew that if we can compete uh, against New Orleans, uh, we can certainly compete against uh, San Francisco and, and the rest of the NFC at that time. Uh, but it's still a rivalry between cities. And so from a fan perspective, uh, at home, you know, whether you're Atlanta, you can expect a lot of fans from New Orleans making that trip, right? Sure. And, or, so, or, or fans of New Orleans, the Saints, living in Atlanta. Uh, so the atmosphere is going to be electric that way. Now, getting back to what Atlanta is trying to evolve into, uh, you get rid of Matt Ryan. And so from a play selection standpoint, you're 61% pass, 39% run. Mm-hmm. With Mariota, you're going to be closer to closer to 50-50. Right. Right? I mean, you're not going to skew it that high. With a pocket passer like Mike, Matt Ryan, that's what you do. Mariota, you're going to be highly creative with RPO and, and play action stuff. Uh, and then you look at how Atlanta's built with Kyle Pitts and, and London. I mean, these are taller, taller receivers. Cordero Patterson, he can split out. He's tall, too. And he's tall. <laughs> Uh, but he can also split out. And so now you have a matchup problem uh, for the Saints. And you wonder, can they match up that way defensively? I think they feel like they can, obviously. Uh, but yet, from a spread standpoint, you're catching five and a half points. Uh, but you are depending on Mariota being uh, uh, familiar with Arthur Smith, certainly at a time uh, together when he was a tight ends coach with Tennessee. Uh, Mariota was a different type of quarterback. But uh, we'll see what emerges here. But a chance... Maybe you're in a teaser situation if you want to go through that key number, uh, if you want to tease the Falcons up too. But, uh, yeah, it's a rivalry situation. It's a great unknown too, and play with this matchup, New Orleans up uh, in Atlanta catching five and a half. All right, let's move on to the uh, AFC East Division matchup. And the Miami Dolphins have really been a thorn in the side of the New England Patriots. In fact, Tua Tangavaloa is 3-0 and straight up and against the spread in his career against the New England Patriots. Uh, New England visiting Miami in this case, and I just heard today that Miami will be going to South Florida, or excuse me, uh, New England will be traveling to South Florida on Tuesday to get acclimated to the heat and the humidity and everything. So Bill Belichick uh, apparently has a plan this year. Uh, This opened as Dolphins three-point favorites with a total of 45, and we saw it go down to two and a half in favor of the home team here. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, and it stayed there for quite a while this summer. And I want to say just in the last couple, three weeks, it went back up to Miami minus three. Total has ticked up from 45 to 47. And I think both of these teams, Mike, are a little bit unknown to me coming into the season. Obviously, the Dolphins have added some really nice pieces on offense. Uh, The Patriots have lost some pieces on defense. And you've got a new head coach, a new offensive coordinator, a new defensive coordinator, all for the Miami Dolphins. They're laying a field goal here at home with, again, a total of 47. Any edge you can find for yourself in this one? Well, I was going to ask you that question, Brady, <laughs> because as a, an experienced handicapper here, I mean, is Belichick, right? The GOAT. Yeah. And he's coaching, I get it, a, a new roster and everything changes. The snowflake uh, angle right there. But uh, you're going. he's going up against rookie head coach, a rookie yeah. coordinator, defense, right. and offense. And so it's like, from a capping standpoint alone, wouldn't you give the edge to Belichick that way? I, I do, for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, on top of that, he's also not going against Brian Flores, right. who was a member of his staff mm-hmm. in New England, and I think really had some insider knowledge, if you will, on how to attack the New England Patriots. 
Um, I did tease the Patriots up to plus eight and a half in this one, Mike. Okay. And I talked about it with the Los Angeles Rams. You know, I love going from two and a half to eight and a half, maybe the strongest set of numbers there uh, in a teaser format. So I teased the Patriots up to eight and a half. Um, I think the standard line here of two and a half or three is really a good line. I, I do believe that mm-hmm. this is going to be a, a close game. So tweaking it by six points, I felt pretty good about. Um, you know, also with the loss of Brian Flores, uh, who was a defensive-minded coach, uh, I, I think it's possible that the defense could slip a little bit. You've got Mike McDaniel in there, who is an offensive-minded right. guy from his days at San Francisco and coordinating that running game and whatnot. And you look at all these sexy new toys that he's thrown out there on offense. You, you wonder if the defense will slip a little bit. Um, and, and you mentioned it with Bill Belichick, uh, you know, playing against a rookie head coach. I, I think it's very interesting. We often hear about Belichick and his ability against rookie quarterbacks, mm-hmm. right? He mm-hmm. just destroys them. Right. Well, how about uh, Belichick's record against first-time head coaches? Since 2008, and this is without Tom Brady as his quarterback, Belichick is 9-1 and one straight up and 8-2 and two against the spread against first-time head coaches, beating them by an average of 16 points. Mm. <laughs> See, and that's I, without Brady. Right, and I asked you the right question. <laughs> I asked you the right question because for the life of me, I'm trying to figure out why the Dolphins are minus three in this game and probably because of the offseason. Uh, and, and, and they're home. And there's no true offensive coordinator, and people might be looking at the fact that sure. New England hasn't played well in Miami, right? Right. Uh, all yeah, the they've parts, lost three in a row, to sure. the, whether in Miami or in New England. But that was Brian Flores. That was different situations, right? right? Yep. And um, I, I think if you strip down Miami with all the toys, they still want to run the football. Uh, McDaniel was the run coordinator up there in San Francisco. Uh, from they a past, Raheem Mostert. Right. They got him. The, you know, the tight end situation, Deseki, uh, whether or not he was going to be traded was probably because he wasn't going to be willing to block like yeah. a George Kittle, right? Right. Uh, so I think there's some stuff underneath Miami that they still need to iron out. Uh, and then on top of that, you're going to throw the pressure of, I don't care who you are. If you're standing on that sideline, you look across the field and you see Bill Belichick, that's going to change you as a coach. Uh, and I, I wonder how McDaniel is going to handle that, uh, let alone Tua. Uh, let alone Tua in that defense. The New England Patriots allowed 17.8 points per game last year. Uh, I mean, what else did they do to help their defense? I mean, the past defenses uh, maybe challenged a little bit because of injuries. Weren't an- anticipating that. But offensively, they averaged 27 points a game when Mac Jones is a rookie. Yeah. Uh, right? Uh, so that was Josh McDaniels. It's going to be different. I get that. They're going to run the football themselves. But Belichick and that defense, I think when you only allow nine rushing touchdowns all year long last year, uh, they figure out ways to, to slow you down or take away what you want to do. So to me, you take away the running a game, which ironically, Bill Belichick's running the same wide zone scheme that McDaniel's going to run down there with Miami. Yeah. So you take that away, and now Tua's got to throw the football. And mm-hmm. to me, I, I just think Belichick finds a way – to make things difficult on these rookie coaches out there in Miami. You know, Miami has not had a good offensive line for a few years. They add Teron Armstead mm-hmm. from the New Orleans Saints, but he is 31 years old. And, you know, I, I think it'll certainly help, but I don't know if it is all of a sudden going to make this offensive line tremendous. Uh, certainly they've added tremendous weapons. You know, you, you've got Jalen Waddell and now Tyreek Hill. And, right. and we mentioned uh, Raheem Mostert. So, I mean, it, it looks good on paper to what you said before. You know, well, we're at, Right, because Miami, they want to run the football so they can set up play action because they're going to yep. get one-on-ones with Waddle and certainly Tyreek Hill if you can. 
Uh, but if you can't run the football, now you're drop back. And Tua as a drop back passer, you know, just diving into some stats, uh, it's, not, it's not a glowing endorsement right there. And so uh, I think Tariq Hill, from a route running standpoint, isn't conducive for you to dro- throw drop back too. So uh, just Belichick knowing what he can try to take away from you defensively uh, and then, the, you know, the Patriots feeling good that they can at least run the football. Uh, eventually, maybe through play calling uh, and then certainly through development of what they want to do offensively, they get to being prolific throwing the football. Uh, but the essence of that team, certainly, I think New England still uh, exists with the running game. You like my plus eight and a half with I the do. pass? I do, actually. Right. I didn't look at that prior to you mentioning that. See if I can talk you into that one before <laughs> we get out of here. Um, one more little nugget in favor of the New England Patriots here. This is a triple revenge situation. I mentioned that Tua has beaten the Patriots three straight times. A triple revenge situation for the New England Patriots. Division underdogs with triple revenge cover 59% of the time. Mm. And, and you alluded to it earlier, talking about the Saints and the Falcons. Mm-hmm. When you're in the same division, it, it means a little more. Certainly there's importance as far as a standing standpoint. And uh, you've got a division matchup here um, where the Patriots, you know, have been kind of the king of the roost there in the AFC East for a long time. Uh, And and if this team, this other team has beaten you three straight times, that absolutely gets your attention. Well, it does. And I I think if you're Belichick and you know that you're challenged, I mean, uh, in terms of the transition you have offensively, you got this key divisional game uh, and you haven't played well. I I think you had a sense of urgency probably on the side of New England, uh, certainly trying to establish themselves this year in 2022. All right, a very interesting game coming up. Carolina hosting Cleveland. That's next on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. 
It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Pocket Cash with popular picks. Join Levi's 501 Pulp Culture Pools for free and answer questions for a shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Levi's now to get in on the action. Levi's, buy better, wear longer. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you here inside the Pro Football Blitz, making our way through the opening week one schedule in the NFL, and we've made our way to 
I think certainly one of the most interesting tilts in week one, and that is the Cleveland Browns at the Carolina Panthers. Really a lot has happened in this matchup between now and when the schedule was released back in May. Of course, Deshaun Watson will miss the first 11 games mm -hmm. of the season. Former Cleveland Brown quarterback Baker Mayfield is now the starting quarterback for this week's opponent in Carolina. Um, I don't know, Mike, what do you think? I think there's a lot of different scenarios you can talk about uh, between the matchup of the Browns and the Panthers. The Panthers have become the favorite. You remember way back when, when the Deshaun Watson fate was not decided just yet. Right. The Cleveland Browns opened up as a three-point favorite. They went to a four-point favorite. Now it's flipped all the way to the Panthers as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and your total has ticked down. It was at 43, now at 41-and-a-half. You know, it's it's fascinating on this side of the table as a better now uh, that when you come across some information, you look at it differently. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, because on the outside, you can look at Baker Mayfield, the situation in Cleveland uh, that he lost the locker room, which yeah. I believe is a former player that he did. I mean, uh -huh. uh, just no leadership, uh, and certainly it was a me-first attitude at quarterback in that's just not going to fly. But then you kind of come, kind of come across some information in which uh, Stefanski and Baker were not seeing eye to eye, uh -huh. right? And for a lot of reasons. And, um, you know, maybe that's why Cleveland wanted to move on from Baker, an adult in the room, that kind of thing. Right. Or also ego is in play. And nobody really thinks about Stefanski as an ego type of guy or this is my offense type of guy, right? And this is the way I want my offense run. It's not about you as a player. But then you have players that are like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm the one out there performing for you. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's fascinating that Baker was named starting quarterback so quickly uh, in Carolina, and they've catered and they've shaped this offense around Baker now, trading for LaVisca Chenault. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, That's a pretty good move. I, I, yeah. I, he's a Colorado Buffalo he's like buff, yourself. Right. I, I always thought he was pretty good. But you think about Ben McAdoo and what he wants to be as a coordinator, it seems like he's embraced Baker. Okay, what do you want to do? Right, And so Baker as a player and settled and not having to deal with an egotistical head coach, my way or the highway type of system, I wonder how Baker is going to play. Matt Rule's up against it. He's on the hot seat. Uh, certainly we know that. But they've embraced Baker Mayfield and what he brings. Now, a chance for Baker to capture this locker room, which is completely different, a mix of younger guys and, and some veterans. Uh, but yet if they respect him, they're going to play for him. Uh, and Baker can be a playmaker at times, especially in an air raid type of offense. I think the essence of the offense will be West Coast style, but you can add air raid elements like we see with Kansas City. They uh -huh. did that with, with uh, Patrick Mahomes. I think Baker, that's what he wants to get to. Uh, and Stefanski did not want to get to that. Uh, and so here you go, Baker Mayfield. Let's see what you can do with the offense that you've always wanted to be in. Uh, and now you have Christian McCaffrey out there. You have all these great weapons around you. Uh, it really gets fascinating to me, Brady, uh, about the Carolina Panthers in 2022. You know, you talk about the change for Baker Mayfield, and I, and I think you make a good observation there that there was a disconnect with Stefanski, and maybe it was Stefanski, you know, and, and an ego and wanting, you know, my way or the highway type uh, attitude. But mm -hmm. I think you could also argue that Baker Mayfield goes f goes from a situation to one now where he has a worse head coach, right? a, worf a worse offensive line, and worse running backs behind him in the backfield. Well, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, Obviously I, I get what you're star, saying. Yeah, but yeah. you know, right. Nick Which, Chubb uh, and Kareem Hunt. I know. And the offensive line, too. So now the offensive line is different in Cleveland, right? And uh, you wonder yeah. with the draft choices and certainly how the Carolina Panthers wanted to build themselves that, that way. Uh, I just look at how quickly they got to Baker as a starter. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they say it was a quarterback competition, but, but I don't do think you want it really Darnold, was. You no, know? well, no, no, you don't. I mean, I, you're, you're. That's why you trade and you do the things that you do uh, to get a guy like that. Obviously, you think it, it could be a volatile situation on the outside, but when you investigate and so, okay, the head coach, the play caller, uh, slash head coach was not on the same page with the quarterback, then then maybe you can fix that uh, if you're Carolina, and that's probably why you want it. They averaged, what, 17.9 points a game last year, which was 29th. They're going to improve there. Uh, 14 passing touchdowns, they're going to improve there. Uh, 31 uh, total offensive touchdowns. I mean, you have to improve in order to get to, to the playoffs. So defensively, too, uh, I think uh, they're sneaky good. I mean, yeah, I think the top five defense last year. Now they played a little bit of a weaker right, schedule, but right. I still like their defense. I, I do too. I do too. And then the dysfunction right now uh, in Cleveland, and you throw in the fact that it's an egotistical situation with play caller slash head coach Stefanski. Br- Brissett is not, no more than a robot out there. Yeah. And how is he going to perform? Uh, maybe he can perform to a T the way that Stefanski wants him to, but I still think it's a challenging situation though. Well, you know what? Cleveland's a very good team, okay, mm-hmm. with, with a bad quarterback. Um, he's a decent backup. He's not a great starting quarterback at all. But otherwise, this team is really good. Um, they have a number of scenarios that could revert back to the positive from what happened to them last season. Of course, they had terrible injury luck in 2021. They went 5-6 and six in one-score games. They were 2-8 and eight versus winning teams. They had the NFL's fourth worst fumble luck. And this year, they play one of the easiest schedules in the entire league. And I think Carolina is going to be better than some people are getting giving them credit for. And, and some people are starting to kind of come around. And you and I talked about the mm-hmm. defense. And, and certainly, it's easy to say that they're going to be better than we once thought because they've added Mayfield. And, and I certainly think that is up, an upgrade. But I, I think that these teams are probably going to be better than a lot of people out there might think. Uh, and you talk about Jacoby Brissett being a robot. Well, you know, if he's an efficient robot mm-hmm. and he doesn't turn the ball over, I don't expect him to go win games for this team. It's going to have to be everybody else. We mentioned Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Miles Garrett. The secondary gets better for the Browns. I mean, this team really is loaded. And if if Brissett doesn't screw it up, they could make the playoffs. Yeah, you know, from a game planning standpoint, you know, when you look at Cleveland and their challenge with the center position, mm-hmm. a guy who's yeah, going to make a lot Nick of calls, Harris, right? right? Right. And I think he's out for the year. Uh, maybe. And then the backup, the rookie, the young player is still out. Now, they got great guards, and I get that. Yeah. And uh, But who, who's going to direct that offensive line at the line of scrimmage? Is it going to be Brissett or is it going to be the center? Uh, I Look, Brissett as a quarterback – I mean, do you give him the keys to the car? And we didn't see that at all during preseason, right, to, to kind of illustrate that, oh, this guy's going to have total command at the line of scrimmage to get us in and out of plays that we have to get in and out of. Uh, and then from a protection standpoint, who's going to direct that with a young, young player at center, an unproven player at center? So if you're Matt Rule defensively and you have creative looks defensively, of course you're going to apply pressure, right? As long as we can stop the run, too. That's just from a game-planning standpoint. Uh, now, going to the numbers, you know, Cleveland last year, challenge on the road, two and six. Uh, now it's a completely different team. Uh, defensively, too, when you look at 21.8 points per game last year, uh, and you're right, they're good defensively. They gave up 29 passing touchdowns, which was mm-hmm. elevated, right? And so big plays, and, and I questioned some cover uh, ability out there. I know some of the players got some big contracts, too, but they got to apply, apply pressure. Uh, but if they're going to spread them out, I'm talking about Carolina spreading out Cleveland, uh, I, there could be some advantages there for the Panthers at home. 
Do you have uh, any side that you like? I mean, obviously the number has flipped yeah. so much. You'd love to have Carolina right. catching three points or whatever at this point, but uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lay two and a no. half, and I don't really want to take it with the Browns either. I, mm-hmm. I think this is a stay away game for me. It's a stay away game. I mean, there's so many factors. There's emotion in it too for Baker. He's an emotional, volatile yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Uh, you're right. But and, and if there's anybody, like you said, he's an emotional guy. If there's anybody that you can figure on, sure. you know, emotion figuring into things, it, it's going to be this game for Baker. And he also has a tendency to be a me first guy. We know yeah. that. It played out in Cleveland. So that's why I'm staying away. I mean, there's so many factors in this game. Uh, do you run the ball with run CMC? Yeah, you do that. Maybe some player props. Uh, I can look at that. Joe Woods, I don't think highly as Joe Woods as a defensive coordinator uh, with Cleveland. He's got great personnel. Yeah. But he finds a way to mess it up, Brady. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. Uh, Matt Rule certainly on the hot seat. But, you know, one thing about Matt Rule is he didn't necessarily, uh, when he was at Temple and mm-hmm. Baylor, it, it took him some time right. to correct those programs. And now this is his third year. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is when we start seeing some actual change for the Carolina Panthers. I think so. They got good personnel, decent personnel, when you look at how they started to build this thing. And, you know, they started out 3-0 and last year, too. You know, Matt Rule, from, from years past, you want to be highly creative with your personnel on the defensive front, which in turn makes it very, very difficult to protect. Uh, so... You know, quest number one for Carolina is to stop the running game for Cleveland. Uh, and as a better, do you feel like they're capable of doing that at home uh, against the Cleveland Browns? They will travel to the New York Giants in their home opener in week two. That should be a much easier uh, matchup, in my opinion, than facing the Cleveland Browns. So a very important game here for the Carolina Panthers to get off to a hot start, maybe off to a 2-0 and start. I lean their direction, but I certainly don't want to lay the points with the way the line has flipped on this one. Matt Verderame joins us next. He's an NFL analyst for Fans Sighted right here on the Pro Football Blitz. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can not just check out today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Matt Verderame is our guest. He joins us now. He is an NFL betting analyst and reporter at Fansighted. You can follow him on Twitter at Matt Verderame. Matt, I think uh, we spoke with you on the Pro Football Blitz last season. Thank you so much for kicking off the year with us once again this year. And, uh, of course, you have expertise certainly in the AFC West division, certainly with the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's where I kind of want to focus with you, maybe the very most interesting division in all of football, certainly the best one, I would say. Uh, what is your take on this division? I mean, do you have a team that you think is going to win it? Do you have a pick? Because I would argue you could pretty much pick any team of the four. You could. Um, I, I think the safest thing I feel about the division, I think three teams are going to make the playoffs. I don't think all four will make it. I know now with the new format they can. I don't think that will happen. They'll beat each other up too much. Somebody will have injuries, so on and so forth. Um, I think three of them get in. And, you know, when I look at the division – I always feel like if things are close between teams, 
who's the best coach, who's the best quarterback. I think both of those things reside in Kansas City. So I think the Chiefs won the division. They've won it six years in a row. Um, obviously, that doesn't guarantee a seventh year. I think this is probably the hardest year for them. But there have been a couple of years during that stretch where teams have won 12 games at division. They've still found a way. I think overall, you could make a case the Chargers roster is better at the top. I think the Chiefs have the deepest roster. So I go Kansas City, but I think it's by you know, a game or so over L.A. You know, Matt, let's stick with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, in particular Patrick Mahomes, because I think uh, for this division and how it could play out, like I'm already trying to be f- more familiar with head-to-heads and matchups and, and everything else from a tiebreaker standpoint, because that could determine who wins this, this division. Uh, but from Patrick Mahomes' vantage point, what they've done around him uh, in the preseason, and again, I don't want to put too much stock in the preseason, he looks like he's got more patience, though. Uh, in return... He can still create the big play with more patience. I mean, uh, could we potentially be looking at a different or a next level, if you will, Patrick Mahomes in 2022? Well, I think the reason he has more patience is they have a top, what, two, three offensive line of football. They haven't had that in years past. Now, last season, they had the same starting five, but all of them were new, except for Andrew Wiley, their right tackle. They had two rookies. They brought Dooney in, in free agency, and they had Brown in the trade for Baltimore. So, the first half of the year, while they were still good, I think there was a lot of unfamiliarity, trying to get used to each other. The second half of the season, which is when they really took off offensively, they started playing a little bit more of a short West Coast offense, and the offensive line gelled with bombs. And after that happened, they were scoring over 30 a game routinely. I think that's the same way they're going to play this year. It's going to be a lot of ensemble more than movie stars with them. They've got all these different weapons. Other than Kelsey, none of them would be star players. Maybe Juju comes near that level. Um, But it's going to be a lot of get the ball out, three-step, five-step, let guys make plays, exploit the matchups. And I think Mahomes is going to be more of a little bit of a point guard this year than it's just going to be a bombs-away type of team. I don't think that's the way they're going to play. I still think the result is going to be that they're going to have a top three to five offensive football. Matt, what do you think about the Las Vegas Raiders? I've heard a number of different opinions on this team, and I think it's hard to really isolate what we can expect from this club because there is a new regime, a new head coach. They have a lot of new toys on both offense and defense. But the other hand is the way last year finished up, you know, they just kind of limped their way to the finish line. They had so much to overcome in so many different ways, and they did that and ended up making the playoffs. So, they kind of set themselves up to to regress and fall back down this year. Uh, but again, you, you have a whole new set of faces around, and maybe that can offset some of that possible regression. What is your feeling on how the Raiders are going to do this year? I think offensively, the weaponry is as good as anybody's in football. Now, there are questions with that, though, to come with it. How good comparatively to what he was in Green Bay is Buck Adams? I, I think he's going to be fantastic, but is he that fantastic with with Derek Carr compared to Aaron Rodgers. I happen to think Carr's a very good quarterback. He's right around the borderline of that top 10 area. But, I mean, he's not Aaron Rodgers. Um, Darren Waller, is he healthy? Is he happy? What's going on there? I, I think if that works out well for them, their weapons are fantastic. The thing that scares me with the Raiders is two-pronged. One is I, I do not like the offensive line. The offensive line scares the heck out of me. That is especially in a division 
where everybody can get after the quarterback and everybody's throwing two and three pass rushers at you. The Raiders can't block outside of Colton Miller. That, that's a real concern. The other concern I have is I love the Reds rushers on defense. I like Denzel Perriman in the middle. I have a lot of questions about everybody else defensively. And so if you're going to get to a game in the AFC West, which they're going to six times a year, where you really can't cover elite guys and you can't block big-time pass rushing, that's the concern I have. If they can handle that to any degree, I think they're a playoff team. If they can't, it might be disappointing. Matt, let's get to one of my former teams, the Denver Broncos. I mean, the trade with Russell Wilson impacted three markets, uh, if not more, uh, from a betting standpoint. Uh, Russell Wilson, look, I, I think he's a, a culture changer. Uh, you know, he's going to demand a lot from the young players, and he's got a lot of young players to demand a lot from. Uh, but they were 1-5 in five in the division last year. Uh, I know their uh, elevated win total situation, a lot of optimism out there in Denver that everything's going to change with Hackett at head coach as well. Your thoughts on the Denver Broncos in 2022? Yeah, I don't think there's any question. They should be better. I mean, you know, look, there's just the fact that they have Russell Wilson and not Drew Locke and, mm-hmm. and the, the carousel of quarterbacks they've had since Manning retired. Yeah, they should be, to me, a 10-win team. I think it's fair. Look, the early half of the year, the first half of the year, they should be great. I mean, their, their schedule's as easy as anybody's in football. The second half of the season's a whole other animal. Yeah. That is going to really be where they're tested week in, week out. How good are you? Uh, but I have them as a wild-card team. I, I think... They're a team that I am curious defensively. A lot of their underlying numbers were not good last year, but Fangio, while he had a lot of flaws as a head coach, is a great defensive coach. How different is that now that he's not there? Is Denver still a good defense overall? Are they an average defense? How far do they fall back? Does Gregory and Jones coming in at least stabilize it? Um, But I think, the one concern I have for Denver is the Patrick injury, I think, is a, is a bigger injury than people realize. He's a very good player. On the flip side, I think Wilson will be able to amass a lot of things. And obviously in Denver, they could not mask the previous years with other quarterbacks. I think very well said on both the Raiders and the Broncos, Matt. And you mentioned the first few weeks of the season being easier on the schedule for Denver. Let's talk about that week one game, because I think many people view that as just a freebie. But I don't know, man. And we've seen the line just really get out of control. I believe the Denver Broncos opened up as about a three and a half point favorite. They're up to as high as six and a half point favorites. And I know the offseason, everything we know about Seattle, what we've seen in the preseason out of Seattle. But boy, are you really ready to lay what might be a touchdown? Who knows? Maybe it gets to seven and a half. Do you want to do that with the Broncos on the road on Monday night? I do only because I think Seattle is just a bottom five team in the league. I, just, I, I think their roster is a little better than that, but their quarterback situation is brutal. I mean, there is no team that has a worse situation. Maybe you want to say, hey, look, you know, Atlanta is, is similar, um, something like that, but there's nothing worse. And, when you're that bad at that position, you better be really good everywhere else. And they're not. They're not. They're in a rebuild. They've got multiple first-rounders next year, multiple second-rounders because of the Wilson trade. They will figure it out. They will be fine long-term as long as they hit on those picks. Um, but, uh, you know, how is Seattle going to score 24 points in the game? I mean, I think Seattle has cover that. Probably at least has to get into the low 20s. 
I just don't see it happening. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they come out and they're they're fantastic and it works out. Um, but I I think that's the kind of game where Wilson's just going to have such an edge to him. I don't think they can guard Denver. It is week one. If there's ever a week that weird things happen, that's it. But I, I would take Denver to win and probably to come. Matt, real quick here, just about 20 seconds left. A great matchup in Los Angeles between the Raiders and the Chargers. The Chargers are laying three or three and a half. Do you have a side you like in that one? The Chargers should win, but that doesn't mean anything because the Chargers should win a lot of games if they don't win. So I would I would just take the points and say that I think it's going to be a really close game. It's in Los Angeles. It's going to be a home game for the Raiders. Yep, I think that's a great point. There is going to be a lot of Raider fans in that crowd. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining us once again this season on the Pro Football Blitz. Hopefully we'll do it again down the road. Yeah, no problem. Take care. All right, that is Matt Verderame and uh, some interesting takes there. I know. Uh, I thought he uh, really <laughs> spelled it out well about what he has concerns with for the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll come back with more in just a moment. Stick around. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you going through everything that is week one in the NFL. Also taking a look at some futures as far as the division, season win total, stuff like that. We get ready in earnest next week as the NFL does as well. They will kick off on Thursday and then a full slate of games on Sunday. And the Monday Nighter, which we just discussed with our last guest, Matt Verderame, uh, he was really ready to go and lay the wood with the Denver Broncos, even if it got all the way to seven points. And I know I mean, this, it's hard to hold your nose and bet on the Seahawks, but I tell you, if I was going to bet that game, I have not yet. And, mm-hmm. and I might, I, 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 I have to look at the home dog. Yeah. I, I, I would look at that situation too, because okay. Geno Smith. And, and I agree with Matt, uh, the quarterback situation is horrible up there in Seattle. But it's going to be better when you have DK Metcalf and Lockett on the field with you. Yeah. As opposed to a bunch of pups out there. It's kind of like Russell Wilson. Is Russell Wilson in a better situation at quarterback with Jerry Judy on Cortland Sutton than he was with DK Metcalf and Lockett? 
Yeah. And he I does I, have a better offensive line. So, okay, that's debatable on the right side, though, with, with Denver, because okay. I think they, right. Billy Turner had to come back over. I think they're going to plug him in. Uh, but there's some question marks right there. I mean, an intelligent, intelligent player. But I think the Broncos have work to do uh, to shore up that offensive line still a little bit. Uh, the running game, too. I mean, how tough are the Broncos going to be? Uh, they got exposed against Buffalo, right? Hackett uh, with his raw, raw and energy. Uh, I don't know if he's bringing a level of toughness that's going to be needed. And then you have the Russell Wilson factor. We saw Tom Brady go in, into New England uh, with some emotions, right? We saw right. Peyton Manning years ago with the Broncos go into Indianapolis with a lot of emotions, with the tributes and all that stuff. You know Seattle's going to have something to rile up the emotions for Russell Wilson, too. And uh, he's, not, he's not a robot. I mean, I think he's going to oh, be yeah. highly emotional out there, having spent as much time as he has with the Seahawks and won a Super Bowl, got to another one there. So I, I think Monday Night Football, too, I mean, emotion is going to be all over the place for Russell Wilson. And who better to know how to rattle Russell Wilson than Pete Carroll? Right, right, right. So I, I think Geno will play better because the guys around him are going to be better. It's like, you know, when we played with John Kitten and we went to the playoffs up there in Seattle, we had, you know, Joey Galloway. We had myself. We had we had a number of great players around Kitna mm-hmm. to help him settle and down. he was pretty serviceable. He was. We had Ricky Waters. I mean, we had so many great players in an offensive line that was pretty good, too, with Walter Jones, the Hall of Famer. So I, I get it, quarterback, and people want to have that emphasis on it. But sometimes game one – uh, yeah. If you can get a great performance from a particular guy just because he's enhanced around you, gives you a chance to get inside this number at six and a half. And you may never, well, you probably won't get a spot all season long where Seattle's more fired up. Right, <laughs> right, or healthy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That too. Uh, let's move over to the AFC North. Uh, another interesting battle, a divisional tilt. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Steelers were swept by the Bengals last season. Mm-hmm. When was the last time that happened? 2009 was the last time the Bengals pulled off the season sweep. 2-0 and is what they finished in 2021 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I have to believe Pittsburgh has had that circled on their schedule for a long time during this offseason. Um, the offensive line for Pittsburgh still looks to be a weak spot. I think the defense will still be very solid, likely better in defending the pass than probably the run. I, I think the offense is going to be much better, and I don't think that's hard to say with Big Ben and you know just kind of a shell of himself last year. And I mm-hmm. think they'll, I think they'll be especially better in the passing game with some of the pieces that they've added. They've always had good wide receivers, and they picked up another good rookie in Pickens this season through the draft. Um, Cincinnati has done a lot in the offseason to improve their roster. They've improved their offensive line. Um, but everything gets much more challenging for this team in 2022 now that they have a target on their back, Mike. So the defending AFC champs in their home opener, they host a division opponent, lay in six and a half with a total of 44 and a half. What do you think? Well, Brady, let's start with Pittsburgh. Uh, and I'm going to start with play selection because there's no more Big Ben, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you think about Canada uh, as the offensive coordinator. And I, what I believe to be a disconnect last year with Big Ben, an elder uh, statesman, if you will, older sure. guy. And he's around all these younger players. Now, I've seen this dynamic play out, and it's not good because the younger players are trying to prove themselves Big Ben's a Hall of Famer. You guys got to listen to me, the whole respect right, thing. Right. And they fought that all year long to the tune of 9-7-1. and one. They still made the playoffs, though, mm-hmm. right? So think about this. Play selection for the Steelers, 63% pass, 37% yeah. run. That's what Big Ben, 
Now you have a two-way player with Trubisky uh, in which you can open up and expand that playbook to more to be more familiar to what your personnel represents, mm-hmm. right? And Canada is mm-hmm. going to be more comfortable that way too. I think Big Ben overrode everything uh, uh, from a standpoint of what they wanted to do and who they wanted to be offensively. Challenge with an offensive line, okay, let's run the football. You got Najee Harris, right? Uh, so if you're closer, if you skew it closer to 50-50, now you play complementary football with that defense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. So it's a big number. It's six and a half points. I mean, teaser situations to me are in play. I like Kansas, excuse me, Cincinnati. I like, I like their roster. I like the core uh, a group, the young players, uh, and they've upgraded too offensively. The only uh, thing I, I would question going into the year is Joe Burrow ready. I, I mean, I know th- the previous year, last year, going into the year, he had the knee situation. He overcame that. Yep. Now he had an epidectomy. Uh-huh. So now he's got to overcome that, right? So it's like this guy, he repeatedly overcomes things, but I wonder if they're off to a slow start to begin 2022. Mike, I think you make some great points, uh, especially about Pittsburgh and Matt Canada and what they were kind of confined to with mm-hmm. Big Ben. Uh, you mentioned the heavy split towards pass versus the run. Do you think that was done intentionally to protect the offensive line or, or they knew that the offensive line wasn't good enough to run block for Najee Harris? Well, I think it's a combination of things, Brady. I mean, a lot of times they were in third and long situations because they couldn't run the ball. Sure. Uh, and then, you know, you have Big Ben uh, who was set in his ways and how he wanted to play quarterback and he would hold on to the rock, the ball, the rock. And, you know, he wouldn't – it wasn't timing. There wasn't any rhythm. There wasn't any – they were out of sync – uh, the entire year, but still qualified for the playoffs. I mean, it's really incredible to think about. But, um, you know, Big Ben, for what he was as a Hall of Famer, I, I think Pittsburgh's ready to move by that now, past that, uh, and therefore open up the playbook, expand it with some play-action stuff. You got a two-way uh, dual-threat type of quarterback. Uh, you can still stretch the field. Uh, and they did draft very, very well. Uh, you know, I think the wide receiver position uh, is one of the stronger positions. Now, can they hold up with the offensive line? And certainly can they establish a run with Najee Harris? I think they can. Uh, I, I think with the scheme, they're going to be able to do that. And along the way with matchups, eventually uh, get to that young talent that they have out there on the field. The Cincinnati Bengals, uh, they went so far to the positive end of the spectrum in 2021 from where they were the year prior uh, that they think they're naturally set up to come back down to earth just mm. a little bit. And now they, of course, have all the expectations. I mentioned the target on their back. Their new coach, Zach Taylor, now has a, a whole new level of expectations for himself. Uh, I, I mean, this team, if you look back a couple of years, they won 13 games in total last year when you count the playoffs. That is more wins than, than what they collected over the past three seasons combined. So that is how far this team went from one end to the other. And we'll do a little bit of a pro tip here, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, our pro tip of the hour, we do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. That means at least 20 per day. They're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com. You can sport, uh, sort them by sport or by show. Again, you can find the VEASAN Pro Tips at VEASAN.com slash Pro Tips. And I, I mentioned the, the, uh, the pendulum swinging right. so far for the Cincinnati Bengals. It's also something that you will see historically with Super Bowl losers, the team that loses the Super Bowl. Since 2005, Super Bowl losers are 8-9 and nine straight up and 4-13 and 13 against the spread in week one. 
and 2-9 and nine against the spread when facing a team they played the previous season. And I think, Mike, as a former player, you can relate to this. When, when you ascend so high, mm-hmm. and obviously going to a Super Bowl and climbing that mountain, getting all the way there, and and not being able to seal the deal. Right. Wow, that must take a lot out of you. It really does. Uh, I, I can relate to it this way, making the playoffs my rookie year uh, and then not making the playoffs the following two years, even though we had the same team, but that was a problem. It's a right. get-better league, and we did not improve in Atlanta Falcons. In fact, we traded Brett Favre away. <laughs> so if you think about Cincinnati, though, losing the Super Bowl, what did they do? Uh, they added uh, Karras at center. They added Kappa at guard. I mean, they've added some names to help themselves uh, in addition to what they established. I called throughout the season, I called the Bengals the Rams East mm-hmm. because they're exactly built like the Rams. They run the same exact scheme, and we saw those two teams uh, in the Super Bowl. I think Zach Taylor overcame a lot, and, and I'm looking for the culture to continue out there in Cincinnati. All right, a little more on that when we return. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 